What's up, everybody, and welcome to the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. We are the Little Big Cast. Woo! It's true. On today's show, we discuss pedicures. Hello. Jeff talks sports, because uh, I'm a real boy. And Robin recounts the everlasting disappointment that is Assassin's Creed Unity. Such a bummer. Still. All this and more on episode 35, everybody. We've done this 35 times. It feels like a lot more than that. So of the Little Big Cast. Welcome. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the official PlayStation podcast of the KT Data Network. I am one of your hosts for today's show, Jeff Hawks, and with me, as always, the uh, the petite Asian. That is me, Rachel Hernandez. That's the yeah. And the new teacher extraordinaire. Oh yes, extraordinaire is the word. Miss Robin Hazlett. Heyo. So welcome to the show, guys. Uh, today we are one person short. Um, fortunately for us, it is um, only Drew. <laughs> and uh, we will survive without him, <laughs> despite missing him. <laughs> we do have a little bit of sadness. It's not. It's like this much. It's like a little bit. It's like this much. Like if you were to compare it to an elephant, we would call it a toenail. Okay. Okay. I can so that, Elephants yeah, have pretty okay. big toenails. That is true. That's true. Like probably as big as my head. Comparatively, though. <laughs> that's true. I mean, compared to the rest <laughs> of the we, elephant. Can we go with my, to- my, my toenail? I have yeah. pretty little toenails. That's true. This is a really weird way to start the podcast. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pumped that we started the podcast with a conversation about... Toenails. Uh, They're painted blue. Elephant. Uh, and what also, is that called? Cuticles? Uh, yes. Uh, cuticles, manicure, pedicure... <laughs> oh, this is the girls' show! <laughs> this is the girls' show, yo! <laughs> my toes are perfect! <laughs> I've had, a, I've actually, so I've had one pedicure in my life, and it was the most uncomfortable thing that I've ever done <laughs> in my life. Was it by an Asian lady? Uh, no. But what? It was at the women's health and day spa, <laughs> and it was Wasn't from A real. to Z. Like, made, I'm telling you for real, it was uncomfortable. They made awkward eye contact, didn't they? It was, yeah. So it was like, I'm sitting in there the whole time, and, uh, With large yeah, feet it, you have. It was just bizarre. Like, shush. First of all, there's nowhere for me to like lean back, so I'm sitting up straight the whole time, as, which is well, super uncomfortable. You're, you're gargantuan yeah, in I'm a women's tall. day spa. I'm super tall, <laughs> so there's no movement available. And it's I'm like Gulliver like, in there. I'm sitting rigidly while a person is touching my feet that I don't know. I don't know how women That's find nice. that something that is relaxing at all. To me, it is, it is horrible. So I feel for the elephants um, that have to endure that. It's not, not a good time. I'm sure they care dramatically every time. Probably. You know, just like, I wish the student would stop touching me. I know. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> We're retarded. <laughs> anyway, um, so let's get into what we've been doing this week. Uh, is, does anyone particularly want to go first? You know, uh, I'll, um, I'll throw myself under the bus. Perfect. I was going to vote you. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just walk willingly into the middle of the street. That's perfect. Uh, my... It's been so long. Like, my weeks have been... uh, Blending together. Oh, it's just, it's all a blur. It's all a blur of grading. I love, love my students, but lots and lots of grading. I love hearing this as a student. Yeah. (laughs) No, we we get to suffer just as much, truly. It's like, you write the five-page paper. Is that really true, though? Don't even start. (laughs) No, like, 
So you should see the look I'm giving Jeff right now. It's it's not it's not comfortable. It's not a happy so we look. have a pretty like we have a very interesting podcast here, right? Like we have st- students or very recently graduated students, and then we have two professors, yep. which is um, an interesting dynamic because. In addition to just being a recent graduate, I'm also 30 freaking years old. So it's not like I'm like a 24-year-old recent graduate, right? Sub. So we, we cover a very broad age range within this podcast. We are very diverse. Rachel is we our, Rachel is our young gun. She is our, she is our young whippersnapper. Um, <laughs> the fresh I, the fresh I have one. no idea how old you are. 29. And 29. Okay, yep. so the professor is, old, is younger than the student that's that weird. just graduated. That's, that's <laughs> encouraging. And then we have Drew, who's like 40. Um, he's toenail. actually not, but we're going we're we're to call him 40. He can't defend himself here. Yeah, so we're, we're going to dog on him all night long. I hope he never um, hears this one. But, I mean, the, the reality is that I think people, especially students, like, we tend to have a very high-minded opinion of our own efforts. Which is so, cute. So humble us. <laughs> like, let edu- educate us a little bit, because honestly, like, I, that's something that I've been very curious about. So let's hear this. Like, you recently were a student. Oh, very recently. So, and so let's hear the, like, how does that oh, balance the out? the shift. Yes, the shift. Um, it's a, it is definitely a culture shock. It's like, oh, I'm on the other side of the podium now, and this is interesting. It's like the sage on the stage, like must entertain and still teach at the same time. But having everyone turn in everything all at once, like your finals, my finals still, I understand completely, they're brutal. They're very, very brutal. Like especially if you're in a writing class, because I had to teach two writing classes, so Mm -hmm. joy for me. It's uh, going through everything and still coming up for air enough to make sure that nothing turns into mush. Right. It's, it's such a long process because it's like, oh, I've turned in my paper. I should have feedback, like, tomorrow. Yeah, D- that's a good point. J- just to hint to, like, any student that's listening, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, you know, for a student, it's one paper to write and send in, but for you, it's, you know, it's, it's 30 for 30, me to read. Yeah. Of, with varying degrees, I assume, of uh, interest, like levels of interest. Like, oh, I'm sure there are some that are pretty painful to go through. I'm sure, too. Like that that is a six-line sentence. What is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> no commas should exist here. So in that world, like, how do, you, how do you find time to game? And have you, like, what have you been playing throughout the last couple of weeks? Because it has been yeah. finals weeks. Yes. Um, in that time, finding time to game is basically how I come up for air. Okay. So it's the like the mental break that I need because it's completely not reading anything. It's just me jumping onto like Far Cry or something like that, and just having some form of kinetic movement instead of just locked into a paper. Uses and gratification theory, right, guys? What? Comps, exactly. All you comp students out uh, there, you gotta oh, have a way to escape one. reality. If you if you start on like using gratifications and calm theories, like we're gonna be here all night. Trust me. So we won't do that. But no. I just, I just if you if you're educating yourself right now, uses and gratification. If you if you have a wife Google that it. says, hey, you shouldn't be playing video games, or 
perhaps a mother or a father that says you should not be playing video games or a husband that says you should not be playing video games. It's a waste of time. Uses and gratification theory is the Point best comeback because mm -hmm. you can prove and that there is a purpose. <laughs> and, 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 and if they're like, you're obsessed with the characters in your game, parasocial relationships within the mm -hmm. uses and gratification you're theory. You're watching American Bam. Idol, we'll take this. Bam. Suck on this. Yep. And uh, Reality is Broken by Jane McGonigal. So what have you been playing then? Uh, right now, it's it has been a lot of Far Cry Four because I'm still I'm still reeling from the pain that I've been dealing with through Assassin's Creed Unity. Have you? Did I you just, continue playing that? Like, did you, you try? Because I wouldn't. I've I didn't tried. Even try. I've I tried and I erased the entire save that I had on purpose because it had been so long since I had played. I'd forgot everything that. Yeah. I forgot all the controls. I forgot all the things that I have. I had like the Phantom Blade. It's like you know what? This is this is not worth the frustration of going back and relearning everything. And they did the huge patch, which I heard yesterday. made it worse. <laughs> which made it Reddit worse. Reddit says it made it worse. Which made have you played it since then? I I could only have the patience for it to to uh, watch it upload while I was watching <laughs> Netflix because it was like six point some odd gigs. Was the patch? Was the patch. Oh my wow. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time, guys. That's insane. That's but a pretty intense patch. So <laughs> that's like, oops. That's, one. Yeah. But you have played a lot of Far Cry 4, right? So yes. What are, you, what are your impressions of that so far? Um, so far, I've. it's very refreshing. I, I kind of had the same experience. So I've spent a little bit of time, like whenever I can't get people to play Destiny with, that's been my play-by-myself game. And, uh, dude, Far Cry 4 is great. I it know. Is, it is a fantastic game. I just can't pull myself away from Destiny when I have a team to play with. That's true. Um, and then the the other one that, I was, that I've been playing is Papers, Please. But that came out, I want to say, about a year-ish ago. Yeah, it was last year, right? It was last year, but they just ported it to the iPad, so that's what I've been oh, doing. Cool. Just like, immigrate! So it got in trouble, though, right? Like, <laughs> it didn't got it in get trouble pulled for, off, the, off of the app store? For nudity. Right, which is crazy, because it's... But it, they fixed it and they put it back on. Because so it just, wasn't there wasn't nudity. It was like X rays and wasn't it like yeah. It was it was a body scan and it's it's so highly pixelated and it's not supposed to be any sort of like realistic representation. Yeah. One of them it's just looked like a nipple on accident. Yeah, a it's pixel a, a little, misplaced pixel looked pixel. like one of yes. those things that everybody has. So everyone freaked out. <laughs> Interesting. Very cool. Um, I will be very interested in hearing about Paper, Please, because oh. I didn't play it, but I heard a lot of good things about it last year. Like, a very, very interesting... Like, I've been so addicted to it. It was, it was one of... It was on a number of different, like, Game of the Year charts mm -hmm. last year, and for Pre the type of game that it was, it's kind of shocking. Rhetoric. So you've got to know... Yeah, you've got to know, like, if a, you know, an 8-bit game that is... Um, you know, as simple in nature as this is, to, to have that land on the game of the year, it's it's got to be something special. So, Rachel, do you want to go next? Mm, sure. Please. So, I've had a pretty pretty fun time, I guess. So, um, I've been debating what to play. So, I started playing Uncharted 2 a little bit. I played the, uh, the first bit of Uncharted 2, but only like 10 or 30 minutes into it. Because my brother told me to play it, so I started playing that. Um, uh, didn't I tell you to play that forever? A lot of like people forever. have. Forever. Oh yeah, but he would just kind of. Because I finished. What did I finish? I've been I've been burnt out on Borderlands. Um, Borderlands just, will suck like eighty hours out. out of your life. Like mm -hmm. 
like that. So quickly. And then it's like, I'm ready for a break for a minute. And then it's just like, I don't know. I started playing that legendary mode and I was just like, mm, no. So I've been looking for something else. I almost picked up Far Cry 4. Um, I almost picked up Black Flag. I started playing Uncharted 2. And then I was just kind of like, um, I need to play Kingdom Hearts. I think that's what it is. I need to play my biannual Kingdom Hearts and just do something that I'm good at and just feel happy about life. So that's what I did is I picked up the remix version at 1.5. That's on, on the PS3, right? Yeah. But it's on the PS3, bought myself some Indian food, had myself a date night. It's pretty it's pretty precious. Sounds special. It was. It was Good. I was I treat myself so well. So um that was the thing. And I was at GameStop and this lady thought that I was buying it for someone else. And she was like, Do you need a gift receipt? And I said, No. And she asked me about my Christmas shopping. This was like two days ago on December seventeenth, and I was like, uh no, I haven't started at all or thought about it. I didn't think I had friends to get Christmas presents yeah. for. So it hadn't crossed my mind. And if you do, Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not going to go Actually, out of my house for my loved ones. Are you kidding me? I can <laughs> shop in my pajamas That is exactly couch? what I just finished doing. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. None of my friends listen to this, but they all got rocks. They all just got really shiny, pretty rocks. Because they don't listen to the show. <laughs> because jerks. I know. Turds. And when I first started this, I was like, you guys promised you're going to listen to us. And then they never did. So. They sound like boring friends. Fingers. Fingers out. Sound like really boring friends <laughs> and bad human beings. Right. Jeez, those jerks. But uh, um, Robin has finished grading the finals. I finished taking my finals and, you know, just been watching a lot of TV. So I finished I finished a couple of things. Orange is the New Black. I'm halfway done with Cowboy Bebop. And American Horror Story Coven I finished pretty quickly. And I swear there's one more in there, but it just, I just empty. It eludes anyway. you. It does. It wasn't the greatest, I guess. So, yeah. I've been busy and yet not busy at the same time. You've Very been doing cool. things. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I've been I've been preoccupied. I'm just I working. work at four o'clock. Yeah, it's great. Working like a wild I woman. I twitch. I twitch. I actually have to close a lot next week. I'm pretty Ugh. bummed out about it because you mornings, don't have to work Christmas Eve. I do. I have to work Christmas and Christmas Eve. Yeah. Nice Bossman's being kind of a. We got a new store manager. Hey, you don't. You don't, don't have to shifting. say it. You don't have to say it because you work for him. But I'll say he's it. He's great a dick. person. Yeah. I was like, come on, one or the other. But it's time and a half. But I don't know. <sighs> Just kind of sucks. Super lame. I'm sorry. It's all good. We'll see what happens. So me, my turn. Uh, Let's see. So first of all, um, I spent my weekend in Washington State doing some some military training, <gasps> wrapping up six years or so of, uh, <gasps> of military training. So I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, and what was so cool, so uh, one of the guys that is in my squadron with me, uh, we both brought our PS4s up, and <laughs> I got put in a room that had two televisions, so we threw both televisions into the same room, and... Over the course of two nights, we played 16 hours of <laughs> Destiny, and it was fantastic. <laughs> Lots like, of bronding. The, uh, right. every, like, I was probably the, one of the more worthless military members, like, the, <laughs> during the daytime when I was supposed to be doing things. I was, like, a zombie. Um, but, man, that was just so fun. Like, sleepover. In, in a way, like, yeah. <laughs> How dumb is that that a 30-year-old man found so much joy in a late-night gaming session with his buddy in the same... That's lame, but... I find nothing it's re- lame it's about that, but maybe that's just because I'm broken, too. Yeah, so. we're all broken <laughs> together. That's what's important. Um, so, as the 16 Hours of Destiny would suggest, I have still been playing Destiny like a wild man, and it's not because I don't recognize the faults of the game, which there are many, like... 
the uh, the new DLC launched last week. I don't know if you guys talked about that the week that I was not here, because we didn't record last week, but the week before, I think you guys mentioned like mockingly that the <laughs> no, DLC was coming. We would never. So the DLC is out, and um, there are a lot of good things about the DLC. Like I like that there's new gear there, um, and the raid is insane and really like the whole um all of the story missions that you could play through were i think much better than the original game's story missions uh i like the hive as an enemy um i think they're a lot scarier acting they're way scarier and they are like they just come in such like there's no waves it's just constant so Mm. it's like you're on the edge the whole time um, so I like those aspects of it. What I don't like is that they've introduced like another three new currencies with this. Um, so like Eris, the chick that shows up that gives you all the missions, has like two different currencies. And then to level up new raid gear, you have um, instead of ascendant shards, you have radiant shards Ugh. that you have to be collecting. And you can only get them from the Crota's End raid. So As long as you can't purchase them like you have to in Assassin's Creed... Okay. So you can't purchase them, <laughs> but they are a freaking nightmare to try and like manage and find everything mm-hmm. that you need. Like, so right now you've got Glimmer, which is your base currency. You have Vanguard marks. You have Crucible marks. You have Ascendant shards, Ascendant energy, Radiant shards, whatever the hell the freaking ones that Eris brings with her. And then on top of that, as part of this, ra- as part of the new DLC, um, you have. Uh, commendation medals that you have to earn in order to purchase uh, the good armor, so the helmets oh, and the chest pieces, yep. and all of the weapons. So in order to get the vanguard, uh, the commendation medals, you have to level up your vanguard or your crucible rank or your Eris rank, which takes forever. Like, that's like a four-day job to rank that up, like, because you can only do so many things each day. And so those, those are the problems that I have with it. Um, but on a good note, the raid is incredible. And I actually had a really cool experience uh, d- during the raid. I actually played through it last night, and I want to give a shout-out. I don't know his Twitter handle, and I don't know his real name, other than I would suspect that it's Brian because his PSN ID was Brian3DW. But uh, I hopped in a raid um, kind of randomly, and about two and a half hours into the raid, he was like, uh, KT Data, is that that little big cast and just said that he was a listener and so i i think that's freaking awesome so i want to give a major shout out uh he says that he listens every week so brian if you're listening and if that's your real name (laughs) uh what's up dude that was a fun raid um it's it's always cool to to play through raids with people that can be patient and just Mm -hmm. enjoy it for what it is and have a good time playing the game um and that's actually something he said he's like i wondered why you know i was wondering why everyone was getting along and nobody was like swearing and freaking out that we weren't getting past it because we got stuck for a long time at us like we didn't finish the raid we got stuck and, and couldn't get past it if you can't enjoy it don't um, do it totally like it, you should be playing for fun and that's you know the internet is like on fire with hatred towards destiny right now because of some of the changes that have happened and you know what like the reality is like i've spent hundreds of hours now in destiny like i think five days worth of time which <laughs> Uh, that seeing that just makes me feel kind of <laughs> sick inside a little bit, but like I'm having a good time playing it. Mm-hmm. And while it's a flawed game, I've had more fun playing this game than I've had playing any game probably since like mass effect three, 
Like Mass Effect 3's, and again, it goes back to like a cooperative multiplayer where I'm working with friends to accomplish something. And that is why the raids are so great. And that's why I wish you guys would get uh, uh, to hey, 26. I'm trying. I'm You're trying. almost there. I'm almost. But that is, the raid is like, the raid makes all of the other bullcrap worth it because it is so exciting. And it is like Crota's End, the first <laughs> section of Crota's End, I was like, I was shaking through the entire first section of Crota's End. So I'm gonna spoil just it's okay. abroad. It's, so if you don't like spoilers, tune out for like 30 seconds. The first part of, of Crota's End, <coughs> first of all, you jump into the hell, hell mouth. Like there, a bridge pushes out to the center and you fall through a hole at the center and you fall for like a minute and it's just black like little with little streams going past you look up and you can see people you look down you see people but you can't see where you're landing and then you slam into the ground your health bar goes to like one and you just start hearing thralls scream and you have to make your way through a maze while thralls come from every direction to kill you <laughs> nope. and i was like shaking i was like Oh, this is crazy. Like, it was so freaking intense. That is a tall back at a nope for me. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was so much fun. Um, and so for that, I honestly, like, and I think next week's episode will be, like, a game of the year episode. But, I mean, I think my game of the year is Destiny. Like, I've had more fun playing that than any other game. It's not the best game. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's the best game that has come out this year. But it's the game I've had most the most fun with. Like I think, I think Far Cry Four is a better game. Um, I think Child of Light is a better game. Um, a number of those uh, we've played a number of indies that I think are easily qualifying as game of the year contenders. But I mean, as far as like time played and fun had, like I've I love Destiny. So outside of that, I also started watching Marco Polo on Netflix. <coughs> it's a new original series and it's fantastic. Agreed. It's about. Um, uh, Genghis Khan's grandson, and it is, well, I guess technically it's about Marco Polo, but <laughs> it takes place Lies. Uh, when his grandson, when uh, Kubla, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Kubla Khan's son, Genghis Khan's grandson, <laughs> is in charge. Yeah, I love it. And um, I, I am a huge history nerd, and Oop. the Mongolian Empire uh. is fascinating. Like, if you read the things that they did, and, like, it's super brutal, right? Like, the Mongolian emperor was, like, born on the back of death and rape and pillage. And it is awesome. Like every great yep. society was. Yeah, it is, it is incredible. Um, so check it out if you want to. And I'm going to stop talking because I've been going for a while now. It's okay. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's what I do. So, again, major shout-out to Brian. Thanks for listening. We love um, you. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to stop coughing and go to the news. <laughs> the news today is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Oh, All right. How many things do we have to this week? We have six uh, news items that we're going to be going over. The first, PlayStation Plus. Um, a lot of people kind of argue whether or not this is a value and whether, you know, whether it's a good thing to have. And when I say you get free games, they're like, it costs $50 a year. That's not free. Well, One let me just tell you game. something. Let me drop some knowledge. Um, PlayStation Plus gave users, if you took full advantage of everything that PlayStation Plus gave you this year, you saved $1,300. Like, you got $1,300 in free games. So this is coming from Polygon. Um, Great little article about uh, what was actually given away. 
Can you guys think off the top of your head, are there any standout games from PlayStation Plus this year that you really appreciated? Ooh, um, let's see. The I appreciated, uh, oh, it wasn't closure, um, the, the, the contrast. Contrast. Because right when the PS4 launched, that was one of the free games. And so it was, you know, something to add to the library that was pretty minuscule in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So definitely appreciated that one. And uh, Luftrausers, just recently. When did that one come out, Luftrausers? That was last month? That was last month on PS3. Trace. Cool. What about you, Rachel? I'm trying to think of the ones that came out for PS. I, I will go while you think. Uh, so yeah. the first one, <coughs> I think, was Drew's indie indie game of brothers? the week was Brothers. I think that's oh yeah, Holy I think crap. that's the one that stands brothers out to me. Brothers was man, Brothers Ace. was intense. That was that was a game that um, I'm crying just thinking about it took me by surprise. Like that was a fantastically <laughs> made game, very like interesting and really highlighted like the kind of the Different beauty of, of an indie game, right? Like mm-hmm. that you're allowed to do things outside the norm yeah. and take some risks and push a game to um, some, quite frankly, uncomfortable um, limits and Spiders. conversations. Uh, another one was Outlast. Oh. Outlast uh, was one of the funner gaming experiences I have ever had playing Outlast in this dungeon. Um, a dungeon of a library. Um, that was... Amazing. Uh, we had Tomb Raider for the PS3. We had um, Batman Arkham City. Like, my brother played the crap out of that. Um, let's see, what else? I think you like, just, just so many good ones. Yeah. NBA 2K14, which I will never play. Dragon's Crown. Uh, Towerfall Ascension. Oh, uh, Towerfall, yes. Yes, best local multiplayer aside from Starwall. So... It was a good year to be a PlayStation member. Yes. It was a good year to be taking advantage of the PlayStation Plus. And uh, so, yeah, if you are on the fence about it, you're crazy, and you need to get off that fence and get subscribed because you're missing out on literally thousands of dollars worth of free games. Do it. Um, number two, ladies and gentlemen, of six, uh, Devil May Cry Definitive Edition is coming to the PlayStation 4 March 17th of 2015. Again, this is coming from, uh, nope, not again. This is not Polygon. This is from the PlayStation blog. And, uh, yeah, so essentially this is uh, getting a next-gen makeover with up graphics, silky smooth running speed Ah. of 60 frames per second at 1080p. Um, So, yeah, Um, is anybody going to play this? Maybe. Anyone at this table? I'm, I'm definitely going to hit it up. Maybe. This is one of the more fun games that I've played. And, of course, I mean, it's... It's very Capcom-esque, like push button now, do this. Shoot, little, shoot. Right. Yeah. So, um, you realize this is coming out like the same time as Evolve and The Witcher and Bloodborne and... I said I'll play it. I didn't say <laughs> when I'll play it. I'm just saying. Because <laughs> I... Next year's going to be crazy. I, I have a hard so time poor. thinking I will have time for so anything but like poor. the games that absolutely mm-hmm. must be played. Um, and that's assuming I can get my ass away from Destiny. Lies. If. If. <sighs> Halfway so. there, guys. Number three. Number three. Xbox One is now the best. Well, for November was the best-selling console <laughs> in the U.S. and the United Kingdom in November. They did it. So you know what? Like, good for them. They did and, it. And the reality is, right? Like, we need competition. Like, well, of course. We are a PlayStation-centric podcast. We lean. We we tend to lean to the correct side of the aisle, but. 
we have love for our uh, wrong side friends. Yes, our, our ex-bones. Our ex-bone friends. Um, so good on you. Like, the reality is that the entire market is better when mm-hmm. everybody is is at their peak and at their playing their hardest. Like, nah. that's the reason that the Jazz 97 team against the Bulls 97 team, that series finale in the NBA Finals. Thanks, like, testosterone. Hey, you know what? I haven't been in sports since 97. Just give me a minute to be a man. Just, How old right? are you? Like, just, just let it. I was 12. Don't, don't dog on my manliness. Of my was Michael Jordan? Manliness. Was Michael Jordan? That was a Michael thing? Jordan year, okay. but it was so a year that John up. Stockton <laughs> hit that three-pointer at the buzzer to take us to the finals. That was a game. So, and for those of you who can't see, we just got a dramatic reenactment of said three-pointer. Yeah, That's it was the most sick. sporty I've ever seen you. I know. I don't get excited <laughs> about sports unless you talk flick. about the mid-90s. That's when... <laughs> Back when Sir Charles Barkley ruled the ruled the courts with his iron throne. All right. What if right. you give it? What dude? Was what Charles if Charles Barkley Bar- from like hey, for Space real? Jam? Yeah, yes. he did. He was in Space Jam too. <laughs> but real talk, he was Sir Charles, right? That was his nickname. Sure. What if Song of Fire and Ice had been written while he was playing? Do you think he would have like come out on an iron throne, carried by like, I don't know. How does that song go? I don't know. Is there a song about that? Oh, no. Nothing. Never mind. Okay. Nothing. I don't know. Anyway, I could see Sir Charles doing that, and that, that would make me happy. Or just be epic. Tangent, guys. You guys got to keep me on track, because I get, I get totally... I'm, so, I'm just more entertained <laughs> by it. Is as I hang said, on for the ride. Just watch. Yeah, Xbox One. So let's... I mean, if we're being honest, the reason that this happened was their Black Friday's deals were ridiculous. Fantastically the, uh, the ridiculous. The Xbox One... The Xbox One. Hello. Hello. Xbox One's uh, Black Friday deals were pretty insane. They and I think it. that led to a big part of why they did so well. Well, of course. And also for the fact that everyone else had a PS4. <laughs> so <laughs> Everyone in the world already owned one. So. Just saying. Only so point. many people can buy it. I don't know. But the, with my group of friends, I just noticed that um, everyone started getting X-Bones because Halo. And even though it's like the tenth on the list, and of totally like, broken, but which is really important. Um, so a lot no of people online picked up play. Xbox One for Halo, um, the Halo uh, Master, Master Chief, Chief collection, mm-hmm. and it's totally broken. And we we kind of talked about that a couple of weeks ago. So moving on, number seven is this seven? No, nope. This is, this five. is four. <laughs> four. <laughs> Numbers. Uh, I'm in a special place today. <laughs> we uh, can't math. So Sony has come out and been uh, pretty outspoken about the fact that they are unhappy that people are selling the limited edition PlayStation 4 20th anniversary consoles mm-hmm. on eBay. And I totally get that. I get it. Like, this this was meant to be a gesture of, like, hey, fans, we love you. We want you to feel part of this. And uh, I get that. But I also understand a person having an opportunity to sell something that cost him $500 for $12,000. I get, I get it. Yeah. Um, so it's unfortunate, but it's a reality of life that I don't know. I don't know why they didn't think that this wouldn't happen. Right, totally. I mean, it's like, hey, we're gonna do these limited edition things. That's that the nature sh- of the beast, right? Yeah. Like it's that's what happens. Um, we're monetizing memories. Right. Totally. <laughs> you obviously didn't care enough about PlayStation because you didn't spend twelve thousand dollars. Um, for those of you, number six, five, five for no. Yep. I'll read the numbers, you read the thing. You got it. Number. Five. Time for you to choose your free game if you were one of the people, if you were one of the unfortunate souls that purchased uh, Assassin's Creed Unity. If uh, you purchased Assassin's Creed Unity, 
you have obviously been experiencing quite a few problems with the game. Faces looking like they've melted off of skulls. Um, and Getting just stuck in hate generally cards. unplayable falling content. Right? <laughs> falling through the ground. <laughs> falling through the ground into hell. <laughs> no, it's, it's purgatory. Like it is purgatory. Yeah, no, honestly, because his it's arms. Between life and death. Arms flail, legs flail, and it's just like this white screen. I'm like, I have no idea what is happening here. Did I just. I, he, he took acid and he's tripping <laughs> out of animus. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. So, <laughs> anyway, um, in November, Ubisoft promised Unity's upcoming downloadable content, Dead Kings. Uh, so the people that pre-ordered the DLC uh, would get free games to make up for all the problems that they were having. So that inc those games included The Crew, Far Cry 4, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag, Raymond Legends, or Just Dance 2015. Um, of those, I would suggest Far Cry 4 or Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. I suggest Watch yeah. Dogs. Get out of <laughs> She's joking. I still don't think I finished it. 90, 90 hours in, and I still don't think it's done. You even stay I, I couldn't, hours. I couldn't keep focused. I have a lot of patience. 12. I have a lot of patience. I don't even know if I made six. No, I, don't, I think I made it about like, eight. This game is like... I made it pretty far. It's close I to thought, being good, but it is just not good. I me. thought that I made it far, and I was like, homies, where am I at? And they're like, ha, 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 Rachel, you're halfway done. What? What's going to happen? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number six, final piece of news for today. Um, I'm going to pass this over to Robin to tell you a little bit about Plex yes. Media Streaming coming to the PlayStation. Ah, uh, yes. Plex, Plex is uh, the lifeblood that keeps me alive. So Plex Media Streaming uh, is basically a way, an interface that lets you manage all of the movies, TV shows, everything that you have media-wise. And it is fantastic, but it has only been on things like Roku and uh, Xbox. And now we finally have it to da -da -da -dun, PlayStation. Yep, three and four. So this is going to be uh, available on the PlayStation 3 and 4. Currently it is not available in the United States, but it will be rolling out worldwide soon. They're not giving a date yet. And that wraps the news, ladies and gentlemen. Yay. Rachel, how do you feel about doing um, new releases? Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. So this week of December 14th, 16th, December 16th, 2000. Wow, where did this month go? Um, Seriously. <laughs> something's coming out is uh, Guilty Gear Xer X. Zerd. Zerd sign. Um, XRD sign. Yeah, that one. <laughs> also, we have Loadout, which is really cool because the image is just some sweet skull dude in a sombrero. Kind of looks like a luchador, right? Yeah, a multiplayer shooter that's all about guns, baby. So, that one looks sweet. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, Guns of the Patriots, Oddworld, Munch's Odyssey, HD. So now you can look at these creepy little guys. He's so cute. Hot death. Um, also, Super Mega Baseball, which is, yep, Super Mega Baseball, and then Tetris Ultimate, which I'm actually excited for. There are very few things that I'm good at. Let, in this me, world, let me ask Tetris you a question. Why would you put Tetris Ultimate on the PS4 and not on the Vita? Doesn't that seem like, isn't that a title? Like, I'm not saying it shouldn't be on the PS4, but like, shouldn't that, that game is like made for the Vita. Yeah, maybe more people. That's, that's what I always do at the gym, is like, ever, ever play Luminous? Uh huh. Uh, that's what I'll do. Like I'll get the Vita and like get on the little um, like arc trainer thing. Oh, nice! And just like play, awesome. play, and then I, f I forget that I'm working out. Makes it easier Touch if you nice. forget yeah. that you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, totally. 
And so yes, it needs to come out on Vita. Just saying. <laughs> and that's it. That's all. That's Very all cool. she wrote. So relatively slow week in the, the uh, release world. Nothing too big. Um, as a clarification, the Metal Gear Solid 4, obviously that's not a new game, but it is coming out digitally, which apparently it wasn't before. So that's worth noting. If you already own Metal Gear Solid 4, it's not a new Metal Gear Solid 4. <laughs> all right. So let's have a conversation about the PlayStation experience. The is everyone experience. familiar with what that is? If you're listening and you are not familiar with what it is, basically, yeah. uh, PlayStation put together a, a little shindig for their fans. And Robin, Hi, why don't you tell us about it? Uh, basically, they threw themselves a party and changed the face of PR. At so explain, what do you mean by change the face of PR? Because usually what you have to do is get earned media and paid media, and all they did was saying, we're going to have all these booths all together with all these developers. We're going to have these keynotes. And this is for us. And totally. this, this is something that we want to do. This isn't like us pushing products or anything like that. This is like letting you get in on who we are, what we do, and why we love it. So they offered a lot of first looks. Um, they had uh, Destiny, for example, was set up, and you could play through the expansion prior to the launch of the game or of the expansion. Um, they had a pretty long keynote, and then they also did a 15, I mean, they opened up with a 15-minute gameplay of Uncharted, Uncharted 4, which uh, kind of blew everyone's mind. Mm -hmm. Did you, were you guys all able to see the I video? I didn't see it. Rachel didn't see it. Did you see it? I didn't see it, but I heard very, very good things about it's it. It's crazy. Like, it is... Oh, neat Drake. Yeah. Nathan Drake, you dreamy mm. bastard. Mm -hmm. uh, seriously, if you haven't checked it out, YouTube it because it is it is pretty incredible. Like the amount of detail that has gone into this game, and it's you know it's really interesting to see like um, like a really good graphically really good game. Like when Assassin's Creed is working well, it looks really pretty. Like the world oh, looks amazing, right? Truly, it's it's like um, magic. Destiny looks amazing. Like they. The PlayStation 4 has some really incredible-looking games. Infamous is another great example, and Killzone, too, of games that um, seem to really um, incorporate and embrace this feeling of next-gen. Mm -hmm. um, but Naughty Dog is on another level. Uh, the amount of detail in the environments, the way that Drake is like... And, and it, you know, we've talked about this before when you and Drew played through Uncharted the first time. Um, the way that Drake, when he jumps off something, like, he doesn't land gracefully. Like, he yeah. doesn't look like he's a man who really knows what he's doing. Like, he's stumbling through things, and he's jumping off a cliff and grabbing another and falling yeah. a couple of feet before he gets a hold. Yeah, you're not getting, like, this whole, like, power he's a believable complex. Dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a believable dude, and I really appreciate that, and I think that, um, I think that that's just absolutely awesome. Um, but I, I think you're right. I think that this, uh, this PlayStation experience has kind of redefined the way um, probably that a lot of these larger companies are going to be looking at games PR. Um, typically, you are the ones reaching out to the press and saying, mm -hmm. hey, we have this we have this item we want you to cover. We want we have this um, you know news piece or in, bit of information that we want we want you guys to tease for us. And um, in this case, they really circumvented 
traditional outlets and they yeah. spoke directly to the people, to their players. Yeah, this is all relationship management and it's fantastic <laughs> that, like what they've done with it. And the, and the response was overwhelmingly positive. Um, so none of us were able to go. But um, in listening to interviews about it, in listening to, in reading um, both blog posts and news articles about it, um, the overriding theme of this entire thing was how uh, united the presentations felt with the crowd. Like everyone was there because they love PlayStation. Like that's a part of who they are, and um, they were kind of united in that love of a, a great twenty now twenty year old brand. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's really cool. Um, they have confirmed that they will be annualizing this, so this is going to be something that's happening every year. Dude, and so um, I think that sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm so planning on going next year. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. Um, I'm, yeah, I would love to go. Next year would be, I mean, if we could get a couple of us down there, that would be fantastic. <laughs> um, <coughs> but this coming January, several yeah. of us will be recording in Vegas. I don't think Robin's going, That's right? okay, I'll live. Unfortunately, Robin will not be at CES, but I... we're gonna be recording an episode from CES. I'm gonna sit my butt down in the Sony booth and record on the floor of the Sony booth, <laughs> unless they kick me out, which is a pretty high probability, probably. Um, but hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get something new, something fresh. What was it, PlayStation Now was announced at last year's CES, right? Yes. Um, it was officially announced and kicked and kicked off and like you could go in and play uh, The Last of Us yep. there. And I bought my PlayStation on the way home partly because of that. <laughs> I stopped in some podunk town where they had no internet so no one was buying PlayStation 4s and they had it at Walmart when it was sold out everywhere else. So that's the other benefit of living in Utah is there are podunk towns that still have Walmarts <laughs> but no internet. That's terrifying. So, yeah. It's like a nightmare. I, I, I couldn't live without Wi-Fi. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah, we are we are an increasingly connected culture, um, but I think that's it. That wraps up uh, episode Yay. thirty-five. I believe so, ladies and gentlemen of the little big cast. Thank you for joining us for the episode again. Shout out, major shout out to Brian Three DW. Three D As always, I'm going to give Freddie a shout out too because he and I have been talking on Twitter. We need to get back together for a raid. So cute. Freddie's Freddie's the man. Um, <laughs> That's adorable. I know. <laughs> got, got love for my peeps. Uh, but yeah, thank you for joining us. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or just uh, a topic you would like us to cover, feel free to email us, littlebigcast.ktdata.net. You can also tweet at us, at littlebigcast, uh, or at our own private, personal uh, Twitter accounts. I'm at Jeff Hawks. Rachel? I'm uh, Pirate Rachel with a three, and the word pirate instead of an E. Pirate Rachel with a three instead of an E. And... Miss Robin Hazlett. And Robin Hazlett. That's, that's Robin and about I are as very original. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, uh, we strive to be original and cool in the uh, architecture of our names. Yeah. Uh, our names, our names are too down. cool. Rachel's. I started young. Rachel's name reminds me of Artemis from Ready Player One. And I I'm had, always jealous oh, every time hey, I think of it. I bought the book. I finished Catcher in the Room. We'll talk about this later. We'll Anyways. talk about it later. But, Anyways, yeah. thank you for joining us. And this is, uh, this is a little big cast, uh, you know, officially signing off. Later. 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 Yeah. Uh -huh.